Shay is joining us from a Christmas tree farm, it looks like, behind you. Happy Mooney Farms is what we call it. We're not very good at it. We only have like six right now. <laughs> we, this is the first season, uh, so we're not doing well. There you but go. I tried to sell Dan one. He already had a tree, <laughs> so it's a whole thing. Welcome to Country Heat Weekly, the destination for country music fans. I'm Amber Anderson. And I'm Kelly Sutton. And we are seeing double on the show today. We have Dan and Shay as our headliners. They're actually going to be zooming in from somewhere. I don't know if they're together or separate. I don't know either, but we will find out soon. And we'll also celebrate another great country music duo, Naomi and Winona. We are going to rediscover the music of the Judds in celebration of their upcoming induction into the Country Music Hall of Fame. I do love the Judds. I cannot wait to get into that. This is the last episode of 2021. So we're going to do something special with the Heat Index, where we usually dig into the Country Heat playlist. This week, we're actually going to be digging into the Amazon Music celebration of the best of 2021 in country music. And celebration is such a great word for this playlist. It is not just the most streamed or highest charting songs. It's really a collection of country from all walks of life, different sounds and diverse voices, and just really good music. There are some real gems on this list. Mm -hmm. And we're going to wrap up our show with an attitude of gratitude. Our burning question will ask all the stars to tell us what they're most grateful for as this year comes to a close. And as always, we start with the latest news out of Nashville. We're right on Music Row, so we have our finger on the heartbeat of country music. We are surrounded by it. Yeah, we are. Let's head into the country music kitchen to find out what's cooking. Kelly, we are just days away from New Year's Eve Live, Nashville's Big Bash, which I know you are very familiar with. Mm -hmm. The city of Nashville always has a big New Year's Eve party, but this year it's really expanded mm -hmm. in size. It's going to be a five-hour television special on CBS. Five hours. It's crazy. Five and whole hours. I'm going to be there. I've done this event actually for years, emceeing part of it, talking to the fans that are in the crowd, finding out where everybody is from. They come in from all over, by the way. Yes, they do. It's kind of insane. The mm -hmm. main stage headliners this year are Dirk Bentley and the Zac Brown Band, but we also have Darius Rucker, L. King, Ingrid Andress, and Breland up there. That's a good mix. It's going to be That's great. That's going to be a party. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I am other hand, we'll be watching the show on TV. <laughs> I'm not going. That's not my plan right now, but who knows? You never know. It could change. <laughs> we didn't think we were going we to the We said that CMAs. last time. Right. And look what happened. Right. So don't quote me on that. But wherever I'm watching, if I do watch on TV, that means I'll also get to see the performances taking place at a second location, which is going to be a nearby rooftop. Lady A is going to be there, mm -hmm. Riley Green, John Party, Carly Pierce. They're all playing. But I do love that people from all over the country can celebrate country music with us. Nashville's Big Bash airs at 8 Eastern, 7 Central on CBS and will be available on demand on Paramount+. Plus. And I will say this. One thing that I have done every year, there's a huge music note that drops. Yes. We drop the music note. New York has their ball. Other places have things. I have always climbed to the very top of the scaffolding and taken a picture. Stop. It's really? crazy high. It's really scary, but it's something that I've done for years. It I is part of our this. tradition. I will take a picture and I Please. will post it on Instagram. I, I will promise. not think about how high up that is and be concerned for your safety. So again, Nashville's Big Bash, if you want to watch, will be on CBS and you can also watch it on Paramount+. Plus. And speaking of Paramount+, Plus, that's where you can find 1883. Have you watched it yet? 
I have not watched it yet. Okay. Like we talked about in the last episode. I'm a little slow to this, but it is in the queue for the holiday break. Okay. So no spoilers. I'm not into it really deep yet, but I do have a little bit of sweet tea to spill on how Tom Hanks wound up making a cameo in the show. Well, spill it. Tim McGraw, who of course co-stars along with his wife, Faith, just personally asked Tom to make an appearance. Just personally asked. Yeah. Very casual. Very <laughs> casual, Tim McGraw. He probably just shot him a text like, hey, hey, Tommy, what you doing next week? I need an extra on set. You busy? Swing by. <laughs> That's exactly how I imagine it going down. Now, I know Tom and his wife, Rita Wilson, have been very good friends with Tim and Faith for a long time. They've even done charity events together Rita put out a country album. I do know this. She's I, around a lot. That's right. And I think Faith even sang on that, right? I think so, yeah. Speaking of singing, I've heard that Tim actually sings on set all of the time. Just burst out into song when things are happening around him. I'm not surprised. Why wouldn't he, right? <laughs> I mean, can't, can you imagine being on that set and people that haven't been around him are probably like, okay, well, this is new. <laughs> this, this is, is new. different. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Okay, so over break... We need to watch the series. We have homework. We need to watch the series. We can discuss it next episode. Deal. Okay. So y'all just sit and watch. You look like you had it figured. Thanks for the help. One more quick thing, Kelly. TikTok released its year in report of the biggest songs on the platform. And we've got a little bit of country representation we should celebrate. Okay. Well, TikTok has become a huge source of discovery for music. So what you got for us? One of the categories they highlighted was a comeback song. The criteria for this was music they determined was, quote, non-current but not yet classic songs. And at number 10 on the list was Reba. Oh, for I'm a Survivor? Yes. Exactly. The I'm a Survivor Challenge was super fun. People were dramatizing everyday things, just like unloading the groceries by themselves or filling up their gas tank, and then they would use the song. There is one particular one that my friends and I all, I mean, we just watched it together on Saturday night, probably three or four times. It's this one girl. It's hilarious. So, yes, that challenge is, took TikTok by storm. And, of course, Swift Talk also became a thing this year. Taylor Swift joined TikTok to promote the release of Red, Taylor's version, and you, Kelly, had your own viral moment recently. I mean, this was a crazy surprise. <laughs> Seriously, someone dug up a video that I had done in 2013. I interviewed Jake Johnson and Max Greenfield from the TV show New Girl. Let's just say they got highly confused between Nashville and Memphis. Uh, Kelly, can I, I say something to the people of Nashville really I would, fast? You know what? Yes, ready, and go now. Yes. If you guys are hanging around on Beale Street, that's get in Memphis. home and watch. That's in Memphis. We're in Nashville. And take two, we are on Broadway. Ready? And go now. If you guys are hanging out on Broadway Street, get off that street and watch New Girl at 9 o'clock tonight. We are in Central Time Zone, so it will be 8, but I got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that way more times than I care to admit. <laughs> I love them. I love New Girl. I love you. It was perfect. It was perfect. I tried to help as much as I could. You did. You were very patient, very professional. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what is your TikTok handle? I mean, I am barely on TikTok, but you can watch it there or on Instagram. You can find me at the Kelly Sutton on both. We'll be watching this episode of New Girl tonight because these guys... They love their jobs and they'd like to keep them. So tune in. Please watch it. <laughs> 
So Amber, our heat index is where we usually talk about the music that we're digging on the Country Heat playlist. But we've got something special to shout out today, a playlist featuring the best of 2021's country music. This is a really interesting list, by the way. Yes, it is. And I love that it's not just the biggest smash hits of the year, although those songs are certainly on there. True. Absolutely. Just scrolling the list, I see Luke Combs Forever After All and Gabby Barrett, The Good Ones. Breaking Up Was Easy in the 90s by Sam Hunt is on there. Lots of big hits. But when you dig in, which we're going to do, you get a broader picture of the country music landscape over the past 12 months. Now, do we know what the criteria was for the song to make the list? Well, that's one of the coolest things about it. It was hand-curated by a team of experts from Amazon Music. And I know that it was really important to them that this list be open and inclusive to the entire country music family, in addition to the big numbers that showed what listeners loved. I think you see that when you actually look at the artwork for the playlist, because it's Carly Pierce, Mickey Guyton, and Morgan Wade. Yeah, and there's actually no denying that Carly Pierce has had one of the biggest years. This playlist kicks off the same way Carly's record does with a song called Diamondback. It is a barn burner. But you ain't gonna get this Diamondback, no, never ever getting this Diamondback. You can keep the dog and the Cadillac, but you ain't gonna get this diamond. Okay, not surprising to see Mickey Guyton up there as well. She finally is getting the attention her music deserves. Her whole album, Remember Her Name, is excellent, but the moment of the CMA Awards was her performance of Love My Hair. So I am personally thrilled to see that that song made the list. You know, Mickey's profile just seems like it continues to grow, and it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the Grammy Awards next month. I mean, she's a triple nominee, (laughs) so it's going to be fun to see what we're saying about her this time next year. Can't wait. We're going to rewind this tape next year and talk about it. Morgan Wade is the third woman on the playlist cover art. So what do you know about her? Well, I know she is an independent artist. Her album's actually produced by Jason Isbell's guitarist, Sadler Vaden. Her voice is just really gritty, really distinct. Distinctive. The song on the best of playlist is called Wilder Days. You say you hate the smell of cigarettes. You only used to smoke when you drank. That song has been stuck in my head. It's a good one. I love it so much. Morgan's not your typical fresh-faced country girl either. In fact, she's heavily tattooed. She's been very open about her alcohol addiction. And one of her curators told me that they were just really blown away by her songwriting perspective. You know, that's a great reminder that country music doesn't all sound and look the same. She's actually one I need to check out more. Now, we should mention it's not just powerful women. There are plenty of guys on the list, too, like Brothers Osborne. Oh, my brothers! I love them! I love this (laughs) song that's on the playlist, Younger Me. You ain't wasted on the arm These trips around the sun Now, this was a song they released after TJ's coming out, and it was really a moment for them. The black and white video for the song was shot at the Tennessee Capitol building, and it was incredibly powerful. Now, they play that video behind them in their live show, and you could hear a pin drop until the chorus part, because everybody's captivated by the video. It's super, super powerful. And like Mickey, they are also Grammy-nominated. I'm so excited for them. Okay, so Amber, can I make a little confession? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, When I saw the song 23 on the playlist, not by Sam Hunt, but by Chase Beckham, 
I first thought somebody made a mistake. They put the wrong song on. (laughs) I did. I kind of wondered. But Chase Beckham won American Idol, and the Amazon music family just loved this song. Now I'm 23, and there ain't nobody who can drink like me. I love the fact that Little Big Town is on this list. Mm -hmm. Wine, beer, and whiskey is a jam. I cannot tell you how many times I have played this song. It's so much fun. The horn section coming in. It's a great example of a song that wasn't a big radio hit, but it was a huge song for Amazon Music where people just couldn't stop listening. So do you have any other favorites on the list that we should highlight? Well, you know I love Willie Jones, Down by the Riverside. That's in heavy rotation. And of course, shout out to our girl, Lauren Elena, who was a guest on our last episode of Country Heat Weekly. Her duet with John Party, Getting Over Him, is so much fun. What are some of your faves, Kelly? Okay, so I need to make sure that everyone listens to Mitchell Tenpenny's Truth About You. The lyrics in this song are just a gut punch. If you quit telling lies about me, I won't tell the truth about you. I mean, that lyric, I won't tell the truth about you. Oof, when I heard it the first time. That one will get you. That one will get you. <laughs> you know, it's also been so much fun getting to know Britney Spencer this year and see the rest of the world discover just how great she is. Sober and Skinny is on the best of list, and I think we'll be hearing a lot more from her in 2022. Perfect world. You get sober, I get skinny. We live off for more than pennies. Writing checks that we can cash. Keep oh, Dan and Shay also have a track on the list, so we need to remember to ask them about that when they zoom in, which is happening here in just a few minutes. Absolutely. You know, there are 50 songs on this playlist, and it's a wide range of sounds. So if you know someone who says, I don't like country music, well, guess what? You need to send them a link to the best of 2021 country playlist on Amazon Music. There is something on this list for everyone, we promise. Okay, it's time to see if our listeners can figure out who said that. This is where we get to read a quote from someone and everyone at home tries to figure out who said it. What you got for us this week, Kelly? Okay, here's the quote. Country is just so much fun. I feel like there's no rules. I feel like there's so many rules in pop and rock and roll, unfortunately, but country music is where outlaws come from. Hmm, who said that? Well, we'll tell you when Country Heat Weekly returns. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. 
We're back, and it's time to reveal the mystery artist behind our quote about country music being so much more fun than pop and rock. Country is just so much fun, and I feel like there's no rules. I feel like there's so many rules in pop and rock and roll, um, unfortunately. But, I mean, you know, country music is where outlaws come from. L King. I love her so much. Me too. I have a running joke that L King and I are best friends. She just doesn't know it yet. Oh, okay. We hung out together backstage after a Dirk Bentley concert. Okay. This is when <laughs> Different okay. for Girls. I know. This is when Different for Girls had just won a CMA award. Mm-hmm. And she was the life of the party. There I'm was a sure. little after party there, and L was in the middle of it dancing, having the best time. Every time I talk to her, I just fall in love with her more. So Elle, come see us. I love her energy. She is such great energy. So Kelly, we have not one, but two special guests this week. The American Music Awards just named them favorite country duo or group, and they're in the running for the same category next month at the Grammys. They're the perfect guys to have in the spotlight today because they are slaying the Christmas music scene this year. And one of the songs you can only get on Amazon. Dan and Shay are here. Well, kind of. So for everyone listening to us, the guys are joining us via Zoom and they're in separate places. Are you wrapped for the year? I, I kind of hope that you're getting a little bit of downtime because you guys have been so crazy busy. No, we're uh, we're not. We're still rocking. It's, uh, you know, pretty much up until Christmas Day. I, maybe the 26th will take a bit of a break, but... When you put out Christmas music, you kind of set yourself up for it. It's like, it's such a finite window. You've got about six weeks to make the most of it. And, uh, you know, and then it's gone. So it's like, we got to do every bit of promo, every TikTok dance or every, you know, little, every little thing <laughs> to take advantage of that time. And, you know, we're grateful for for our fans who are showing us major love on social media and supporting these songs. And, you know, we want to try to stay as connected as possible. And then I think we're, you know, it's that window for everybody from the 26th until New Year's Eve where nobody knows what day it is. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what's going on. I feel like we can kind of check out and just, <laughs> you know, exist during those days. But for now, we're we're still deep in it. Shay, since you live on the Christmas tree farm, is that where we got Pick Out a Christmas Tree, the Amazon exclusive that we've been playing and that everyone has been loving? I don't want to say that it was inspired by that, but uh, there's definitely going to be people, by the way, that are now like on the Wikipedia page, like Shay coincidentally lives on a a Christmas tree farm. We started that. uh, (laughs) Perpetuating it, man. By the looks of it, it's not a great farm. Hey, we didn't say it was successful. No. We just said it was a Christmas tree farm. It was one. Yeah, it's not working out well. So do tell us about this song because I know it has been going over huge on Amazon Music. I think almost 20 million streams. First of all, thank you to Amazon for supporting the heck out of this song. This is such a cool, cool thing to do, an original song with Amazon. We love you guys. But yeah, this has been, this song has been insane. Like the the numbers, I'm such a nerd. I'm always like watching the stats and I'm like, it's the most streamed new release Christmas song of the year. And like above like any other genre, it's so crazy to to think about that. But yeah, we're, we're excited about this one. When we were writing it, we were kind of just thinking like writing original Christmas music is probably the most difficult thing to write just because all the good ones have already been taken. Kind of was pacing around the house, like just 
kind of spitfiring ideas into my phone. And I was just like saying this kind of nursery, pick out a Christmas tree, simple melody like that. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like pick out a Christmas tree. I I couldn't think of any songs that existed. There probably are a million of them that I'm just not thinking of that we're going to get sued for later, likely. (laughs) But you know, there... I couldn't think of a song that was like about going to pick out a Christmas tree. It's something that whether you get a fake tree at, you know, the store down the street or whether you go to a Christmas tree farm at Shay's house and cut down a live tree, it's something that a lot of families do as a tradition. And we kind of wanted to create the anthem for that. We got to play it live a few times on our tour and everybody was singing the words. I'm like, yeah, people have been listening to Amazon. We love to see it. That's cool. We love hearing that. (laughs) That's awesome. So I know you guys have released just a handful of Christmas songs. I've got to believe there's a full Christmas album in your future. Well, you know, we have wanted to do it for a really long time. And once I sell these trees off, I think we're finally going to have the capital (laughs) to be able to reinvest into a full album. But uh, no, Dan and I, we've talked about that. The problem with uh, with recording an album is just the time. And so Dan and I have a whole process when we do Christmas music. We go into his studio there that you see, and we try to set a Christmas vibe. We've got a tree uh, that I provide, clearly. Uh, and then I bring it in. with. He's got the candles. Dan's got like the balsam fir candle. And so you have to set the vibe because it, it doesn't feel like Christmas, you know, in July or August. Thankfully, we got to go out on the road again this year. And so that took up a lot of our time. And hopefully in the next couple of years, we'll be able to to put that all together. And I'm excited when we get to do that. I can only, I can imagine what Dan's house is going to look like when we do a full album. I mean, we're going to bring in, I might be able to sell all these trees. We could bring them all into the studio. You know, I'm just going to throw that out there, Dan, if you want to get involved. Hey, I'm <laughs> into it. I'm into it. Guys, I'm having a brainstorm right now. A package situation when we get the album put together, the LP on vinyl, with a mini Christmas tree and the candle. Boom. Look at this. That's what I'm talking about. Pick out a Christmas tree with Dan and Shay. You know, we could launch it on Amazon.com. It'll be a whole thing. It's perfect. It's a partnership made in heaven. Mm -hmm. I love it. You can write a marketing plan. I'm going to take a right turn into (laughs) the, the place that no one wants to go. But the fact that your arena tour was the poster child of what the pandemic stole from us. So talk to us about how that worked out, what that was like. Tell us that moment when you realized we're going to have to close this down and we don't know if we're coming back. Oh, that was probably the craziest emotional roller coaster ever. So we were in Philadelphia and we were at the 76ers game. We got there a night early before our show. The whole tour was sold out at that point. It was like a dream come true. You know, we'd worked our entire lives to get to this point where we could put an arena tour on sale and our fans have stuck with us from day one and gotten us there. And, and we're there. We've arrived. We had three shows under our belts. We did two in Nashville, one in Columbus. I, at that point, like we didn't really know much about COVID, right? It was that night we were like on ESPN on our phones and another NBA game had gotten shut down. The players gotten, got quarantined in the locker room and then like, you know, sports started talking, whatever. It was like, we're thinking about postponing the NBA. I was like, uh-oh, if NBA, like there's a lot more money riding on NBA and sports and everything else than a Dan and Shea concert. I was like, if that's going down, we're probably in trouble. So we went to bed, we got on the bus and we were like, you know what? We're still going to load in tomorrow and see what happens and just kind of play it by ear. You know, everybody was talking and I was about 5.30 a.m. and I felt the bus wheels start rolling. And I was like, this isn't a good sign. And it, we woke up and we were rolling back to Nashville from Philadelphia, which is a long, long drive, especially when like your emotions are everywhere thinking the rug has just been pulled out from under you. It took us like a few weeks to process it. I think, I think we were just kind of freaking out, panicking a little bit like every other artist. And, and then there came a moment where it was like, this is, um, 
a time we never may never get back again, right? Let's take advantage of it. Let's use this opportunity to get on Zoom, to write songs, do what, you know, to try to create because, you know, if we're going to not be able to tour, our fans deserve something from us. So, you know, at that point, we didn't have an album worth of songs, but uh, somehow we we managed to to pull it together and we were able to release one, you know, what we think is our best album. During this crazy quarantine lockdown period. And, uh, you know, thankfully our crew, everybody were able to check all the boxes, make sure we were able to put on a safe tour. And and we did it. We got through the whole tour. We weren't sure when we went into the tour and we launched it, it was going to get shut down halfway, but, uh, we just finished in Boston the other night, sold out at the TD garden. And it was a crazy, tremendous success for us. And we're super grateful. I mean, it's a dream come true for us. So it's probably the craziest I don't know, scenario of two, two and a half years of our entire lives. But here we are on the other side of it. And, uh, you know, we're grateful for the twists and turns because we got an album out of it. We got a successful tour and now we're, we're rocking some Christmas music. So life is good. That is awesome. Now, you guys played some really iconic big venues. Shay, can you give us a pinch me moment that you had on tour? Oh, my goodness. There's there's so many moments, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, we played so many iconic venues, like you said, Madison Square Garden. Uh, we played the Staples Center, which we we were probably like the last, one of the last artists to play it as Staples Center. <laughs> and now yeah. it's Crypto.com. You know, crypto. <laughs> Playing the TD Garden. That one was a, was a special one because it was uh, December 7th. It was the day that Dan and I met uh, back in 2012. It just kind of coincidentally landed on that day. And that whole day, I was just like, man... If I would have told myself back in 2012 that me and this guy that I met at, at this house party, you know, at 3 a.m., that we were going to go sell out an entire arena tour, I probably would have told you that you were crazy. And also, could you grab me another beer from the keg, which is the only <laughs> thing we had that night to our possession? We had no money. Uh, but it was that moment where I just kind of was looking over at Dan, like, dude, you know, we were in the, in the, uh, the dressing room after the show. And I was like, can you believe this? Like, this is a crazy moment. Like we just walked off stage, you know, to a sold out TD garden, which we had went to a show together. We watched an Ed Sheeran show and went and hung out with Ed at that TD garden. I remember looking around being like, man, I, I hope we get to play this place one day. And then it happens. And it's almost like you have to take that moment and be like, we did it. Like you have to make yourself enjoy it. I don't know that. I think that was probably my, my favorite show. And I would say that night and just it coincidentally the last day. I don't we didn't do that on purpose. It just was how it landed. And it was really, really special. I want to tell you about Amazon Music releasing their best of 2021 country playlist. We dug into it a little earlier in the show, but I want you to tell us about the song that our curators picked for the list. They picked Lying. Nice. That's awesome. Let's go. That's cool. I didn't know that. I don't love you. I'm not crying. And I swear. Jay, tell us about Lying. Lying was one of the, the funnest uh, songwriting sessions that we've had in a long time. It was it was a while ago. I'm trying to think of when we, we wrote it. Dan would know the timeline better because I'm not good with numbers or time or what day it is right now. But I remember we were at a trailer somewhere at this, like in the middle of nowhere. I think it was at North Dakota, Dan, is that correct? Somewhere like that. We were in Illinois. We were at the Illinois State Fair. Illinois. That's right. We had one trailer and it was just like this little you know, not, not a great trailer. There's like, you know, maybe two chairs in there. And, uh, I just remember we wrote that whole, that whole song in probably like maybe 45 minutes. And then we did the demo for the song right before we did a show, like at this state fair, one of my favorite songs to do live. 
And we had the whole, uh, we did a dance to it when we shot the video and Dan and I would do the dance every night and we're horrible dancers. But that's, we're committed to the craft. We danced our hearts out for one song. It was fantastic. I believe the dance is the reason it made it on the list. I agree. Listen, guys, once we get through the holidays, please come see us in person. We would love for you to come check us out on Music Row right here in the Amazon house. Congratulations on all the success. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We can't wait to see you out on the road in 2022 with Kenny Chesney. Yes. Can't wait. Thank you guys for taking the time. This has been amazing. Thank you guys for being here. We love you guys. And if you you need to come pick out a Christmas tree, you know where to come. (laughs) Go pick out a Christmas tree. It's time to shine a light on some country music history. This is a chance to rediscover artists we haven't heard in a while and take a look back on their impact on country music. In celebration of their 2022 induction into the Country Music Hall of Fame, we are going to rediscover Naomi and Winona, a feisty mother and daughter duo with traditional country harmonies. We know them as the Judds. Okay, what's your favorite Judd song? Oh my goodness, why not me? <laughs> I can still see the album cover in my head. Right. The intro of the song is just so memorable. Like, you know exactly what song it is when you hear it. Baby, don't you know this country girl's still free? And what about yours? I'm going to go with Rockin' with the Rhythm of the Rain. Nice. Reading on the tins, baby, just a me and you. Rockin' with the Rhythm of the Rain. Let's dig in and rediscover the Judds. Naomi and Winona, or Diana and Christina, as they were known back then, didn't have the easiest of beginnings. Naomi got pregnant as a teenager in Ashland, Kentucky. She married and then divorced her high school boyfriend, Michael. And at one point, she and her little girl were living in California on welfare. Mama Judd was resourceful, though. She got a nursing degree, moved to Tennessee, and chased her dreams of becoming a country music singer. She renamed herself Naomi and gave Christina the stage name of Winona. Can you imagine Winona being known as anything other than Winona? Absolutely not. She was born to be Winona. (laughs) Absolutely. Anyway, the pair was signed to RCA Records in 1983, and they released a six-song EP. The first song they released was an Elvis cover called Had a Dream. Had a Dream. Why don't I remember that song? Because it only made it to number 15 on the chart and was completely overshadowed by the string of hits to come. Now, their next release, I know you remember. Mama, he's crazy. Crazy over me. Love that one. Okay, it also allowed them to record their first full-length album, Why Not Me, which was the title track for the project and your favorite. That's right. That song also won both a CMA and a Grammy Award. And then there was Girls' Night Out, which I think should be our theme song. It's a girls' night out. Honey, there ain't no doubt. I'm gonna dance every dance till the boys go home. And Love is Alive. In fact, 14 of their next 16 singles all topped the charts. They were hot. They were, and the awards were rolling in too. Do you have a list? I do, but there isn't enough time in this podcast to go through everything, so I will give you the highlights. They won the CMA Horizon Award in 1984. That is the one we now know as Best New Artist. And then, 
let's see, five, six, the seven duo awards in a row from both the CMAs and the ACMs. Safe to say they were untouchable in the 80s. This was between 1984 and 1991. Mm-hmm. So long before we had Brooks and Dunn or Montgomery Gentry or any of the duos that came along in the 90s. That's right. They really paved the way. Eight CMAs, eight ACMs, and five Grammy Awards. I really don't know if they get enough credit for their sound. We think about their very nostalgic songs like Mama, He's Crazy and Grandpa, but they also had some rockabilly influence that we hear on tunes like Rockin' with the Rhythm of the Rain, your favorite, Mm -hmm. and Turn It Loose. I love the slide of the steel guitar. I love the moan. didn't sound like anything else on the radio at the time. And we have to talk about the videos for a minute. Those were a huge part of their career, too. I mean, who can forget that iconic video for Love Can Build a Bridge? It was shot in the Grand Canyon. It all begins with you and me. Love Can Build a Bridge was the title track from their last full album, released in 1990. I think we could probably spend a whole podcast talking about the drama between those two. It was a pretty tumultuous relationship for sure, but we did get some amazing music out of it. We sure did. And you mentioned they were from Ashland, Kentucky. Of course, we have a long line of great country music artists from that area. Carly Pierce talked to us recently about what an impact they had on her growing up in the Bluegrass State. I wore out the Judds when I was little. Why Not Me is exactly what I took to Shane McAnally and Josh Osborne when we were cutting my song, Easy Going. But I just feel like they're so distinct. That sound was so distinct. And they absolutely were a huge influence on me from a very young age. Okay, we hit the highlights. But if you want to dig deeper, I highly recommend you check out the Best of the Judds playlist on Amazon Music. We're off next week, but you can keep up with us and any breaking news out of Nashville by following us on Instagram. Pretty easy. You can find me at the Kelly Sutton. And I'm, hey, it's Amber A. I'm looking forward to seeing all of your behind-the-scenes content from Nashville's New Year's Eve bash, Kelly. I will do my best. I'll be trying to take some video from atop the tower and not fall. Giving me such anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, when we come back in the new year, we will have Amazon Music's Artist to Watch list for 2022. I am so excited about this. And I know that our guest for Episode 7 is one of the artists to watch. Are we allowed to say who it is? No, it's top secret embargoed information. In fact, I think they're still putting on the finishing touches on the full list. They won't share the full list with me. Do you know the full list? Possibly. (laughs) Okay. I know we've got one (laughs) guest locked in. I'm excited about introducing them to our listeners because they are going to be huge in 2022. Everyone out there needs to make sure you're following Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you're the first to get the new episode when it drops. And if you're road tripping over the holiday, it's a great time to catch up on any episodes you may have missed. We'd love for you to rate and review the podcast, maybe even share it with a friend. I mean, that's truly the best gift to give, don't you think? Help us spread the word, everybody. (laughs) We always wrap the show with a burning question, and it's usually just 
fun, rapid-fire answers. But this being our last show of the year, we wanted to spend a little more time with the stars, asking them to reflect back and answer this week's burning question, what are you most grateful for as 2021 comes to a close? It's no surprise that when we talk to Luke Combs, the Entertainer of the Year has entertaining at the top of his list. I mean, I would say top of the list is is being able to go back out and do shows with fans. You know, it's just been such a rush to be out there again, and you don't even realize how much you miss it until you're back there doing it. I don't even know how to compute how much has changed for me in a year. Um, I guess I would say just that that country music fans feel like what I have to say is worthy of being heard. And my dog, June Jolene. Of course, Carly Pierce had to get her dog in there. I love that. Family was at the top of the list for both Jordan Davis and Lee Bryce. A healthy baby. The kiddos are amazing. You know, every time you, and that's like real world stuff. You know, I've had some amazing stuff in the, on the music side and, and you know, the business side of my life. And I'm very grateful for it. But, you know, a healthy baby and a healthy mama is, you can't be more thankful than that. Probably the most thing I'm thankful for for the whole year, even the last couple of years, and even in my recent life, is honestly the time at home that I did have with my family because of COVID. And I know that COVID, obviously, you know, it's extremely difficult in so many ways for all of us. But if you look at it the other way, from my perspective, and what I was able to do is, you know, be on the farm with my boys and my, my wife and like spend so much quality time that I wouldn't have had. And so I'm sincerely thankful for that. It was a big year for L.V. Shane, and the success of his debut album was especially significant for his family. Personally, I'm most grateful for the opportunity to to purchase a house for my family and uh, provide. Professionally, I'm definitely most grateful for the success of my boy, and I don't just mean it going number one. I, I mean the way that it's it's touched so many different people and the different stories that I've heard of how it's touched them. And, uh, you know, getting number one, on top of all that, it was icing on the cake. I think the perfect way to wrap up this segment is with Blanco Brown. After spending most of 2020 recovering from a near-fatal motorcycle accident, he took nothing for granted in 2021. Life. Just be able to walk, to have my legs, to have my feet. It could have been worse. After you see yourself down and you get back up, you see things at a, a whole other perspective. Okay, Kelly, what about you? What are you grateful for? I'm really thankful for this podcast, for this platform, and I'm thankful for all of the people that help us put it together each and every week. So you can hear all of their names and then some at the end. Make sure you listen all the way to the very end for all of the people that make this work. I co-sign that 100%. I couldn't have said it better myself just after the couple years that we've had. This has been rough on a lot of people. um, So that's not lost on us either. And I'm always just grateful for my family, my friends, my support system. I'm grateful for you, Kelly. I'm grateful for you too. Yeah. Here's to a really great 2022. Thank God for country music. Country Heat Weekly is a collaborative production between Amazon Music and Nevermind Media. Executive producer, Melissa Locker. Senior producer, Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer, Aaron Detheridge. Sound design by Tim Einenkel. Production assistance from Annie Reuter and Debbie Daughtry. Our theme song, Country Time, was written and performed by Mia Byrne. Additional music from Madeline McCormack. The Amazon Music team includes Nathan Brackett, Emily Cohen, Chris Graham, Cam Farrelly, Michelle Kammerer, Eliza Mills, Morgan Jones, and Raymond Roker. Development consultant, Michelle Dix. Additional production support from Marley, Steve, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, 
Abby, and all the other very good dogs out there. Be sure to follow Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to podcasts so you get the latest episodes just as soon as they drop. This is one of my original trees, by the way, guys. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. My goodness. It's It's definitely not, it's not fake either, which is cool. We didn't have a ladder. And so my wife had to stand up on the balcony. I had to hold her feet as she put on the second half of the tree. Just (laughs) like acrobatics. Merry Christmas from Cirque du Soleil. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuel, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.